ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Well, hi. Whoa, my voice is fucked up. Look, man, it's late at night. It's 11 p.m. over here. The, uh, yeah, today was annoying me. And uh, the universe is is expiring. Is, uh... (laughs) Well, it's expiring, I guess. Or it's expanding. No, it's uh, it's conspiring against me. I had to go return some fucking cable equipment because we upgraded. We, you know, going with a different service. And so I just went there today. I walked down. Took me like fucking 20 minutes to walk to the fucking place. This bag of fucking heavy... Well, the modem and the TV receiver and the other thing. And it was a heavy bag. And then I finally get to the stupid store. And then it's under construction. And it didn't even say that on the map. Like when I looked on the computer, it was like, oh, operating hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I'm like, oh, fucks. If I rush, I can make it. Right when my wife gets home, I'll fucking run out the door with this stupid bag, drop this shit off. And then I get there and it's under construction. I'm like, what? So fucking annoying. So I lose all these days of work this week and I wasted this time. And uh, so look, I'm in a mood. But we got uh, Julian, uh, who's going to be on the show, Neon Fox. He's got five awesome picks for you. And I have a special um, artist on artist today from Ogre, uh, Robin Ogden. And it's funny because who he picked is probably an artist I should have known and I didn't. (laughs) And like when I listened to what Robin sent me, I was like, oh, fuck, this is really good. So look. Hello, everybody who is here right now. There's Cree 80s, there's Rye Davis, the Institute 91 Retro Serenade, AM, and Martin Larby, who... Why are you awake? What are you doing? 4 a.m.? What the fuck's wrong with you? Go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed, Martin. Uh, I'm just doing this out of frustration. You need sleep, my friend. You know what? We're going to listen to some Beckett, and uh, it is... um, Hold on here. What's going on? (laughs) Off to a delightful start. Uh, Listen, it's called Truncated Sectors, and uh, it's by Beckett.
That was a cool one. That was Beckett with Truncated Sectors. Shit, what album is that from? Hold on. Let me check. It's from Lost Sectors, Volume 1. Yeah, man, Beckett makes cool tunes. Check out episode 211 if you haven't heard that one because that episode I chat with Beckett and uh, he's a cool guy and I uh, I enjoy that. Who's uh, joined the chat here? Retro Revolution. Same man. Well, I guess 11 p.m. here is like normal time in uh, New Zealand, right? It's all good. AM says... It's Anthony. I don't have a cool name. It's all good. There's Silent Gloves. Hi, Silent Gloves. Alberto Mendoza says, Hey, Andy, the other Mendozel is here. And Franz V says, It's 2.50 p.m. in Australia. And Dalton Bell says, Hi, Andy. And Shemsky. <laughs> good morning, guys. Hey, Mad Titan Bathos says, Hey, guy. Hey, buddy. Mad Titan. So I'm going to play you a few tracks uh, that were suggested in the Discord. That is uh, what we're going to do today. We've got Julian with the uh, his high five. We've got Ogre coming up with his artists on artists pick. And then we're just going to fuck around for a little while. Hey, Ian. Ian says, oh, shit. And Seth Weaver says, is it morning already? Fuck. Who's listening? What country are you all in? <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> Who do you work for? These are all very important questions. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode of Beyond Synth with Hot Dad. That's a fun one. Uh, if you guys don't know uh, Hot Dad, you should check it out, man. He makes uh, lots of funny music. And uh, El Mad- Madodo. Damn, 11 and... Jesus. What? <laughs> can't read any of these words. It's 11 a.m. in Krasnoyarsk. Krasnoyarsk? I can't... Sorry, dude. <laughs> I love it. Ah, it's Russia. Okay. Kres, Kresnoyarsk. Kresnoyarsk. Kres... <laughs> I'm trying my best. My brain is, like, shut off. Well, look, stupid Joe Ozone, he wanted me to play, uh, or he suggested Peyton Carter, and uh, I dug this track. It's called Primal. And uh, we're going to listen to that, and then we'll uh, we'll chat some more, all right? Uh, oh, I clicked on the wrong fucking thing. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Kiss. <sighs> well, you know the old saying, man. You can't make an omelet. All right, so here's the track. This is uh, Peyton Carter with Primal. Thank you. 
I like that one. It's got a cool vibe. That was uh, Peyton Carter with the track Primal. Yeah, don't forget, man. I mean, I guess you guys can't do this in the live show, but uh, when these shows post later on to SoundCloud, I post all the artist links in the description. So if you like the tunes you hear, uh, check out uh, the artists because uh, all the links are there, man. Web links. Links, damn it. All right, I'm trying to fucking energize myself here. Anybody else fucking uh, join the chat? We got Big Vin Diesel fan. I wanted to play... (laughs) This was an awesome thing. Okay, Joe from Lucaset, he posted in the Discord. He made this short little sample of... So you guys know Street Cleaner. Street Cleaner's a cool guy. And he's got a song that's... Uh, that, well, I think probably my favorite song of his or one of them. Uh, called Bitches Leave. Where he plays the sample from Robocop. And then <laughs> Joe made the, the TV censored version. <laughs> Hold on. Let me load the Street Cleaner track in. And then I'll load the Joe one in. I'm just going to play a bit of the Street Cleaner one, just so we know what we're fucking dealing with, and then I'm going to play the Joe one because it's awesome. keep loading the wrong damn program. I'm telling you one thing, man. I'm going to get a little thing with fucking faders. I went to the music store today, but they're always dealing all the high-end shit. It's like every time I talk to fucking Steve, silent gloves, you know, because what I always want is the cheapest thing at any time. It's always like, oh, do you know a piece of equipment that can do this? What I want the answer to be is, hey, there's a cheap fucking plastic thing you can buy on Amazon for like 70 bucks. That'll probably break after the first use. That's the answer I want. But instead, it's always like, oh, you can check out Sweetwater and get this fucking gear. And then I click on the link and it's like some fucking $10,000 thing that's like one knob. Oh, it's a special German company. They're experts in this. And it's like one knob. It's like, all right. They're the best, though. It's the best fucking one knob thing you could ever use and like dude I want like 50 knobs and I want to pay one dollar that's two cents a knob (laughs) that's that's Andy's (laughs) quality budget fucking ratio two cents a knob three cents a slider fader sorry sliders alright let's um I'm just gonna play the beginning of fucking uh, Street Cleaner's track. This is just so you get the joke, man. I like to give you guys context. Uh, This is Bitches Leave by Street Cleaner. Bitches Leave. Alright, so that's that. That song is fucking awesome, by the way, so if you if you don't know it, you should love it. Anyway, this is <laughs> this is Joe Wood from Lucasets, uh Bitches Leave the TV Edit. That was important. Sorry. That was... <laughs> oh, look, I found it funny. I don't give a fuck what you think. All right? This is what we call quality content. Uh, hey, Newmark number one. Hey, Tyler Durden 3891. You guys are cool. I don't know. I was, go- I was hoping I was just going to click on Twitter and there was going to be some important hashtag. We got uh, trending in Toronto. Hashtag wedding fail. I think there's a wrestler that's trending. Broom challenge. 
Let's find out what the broom challenge is. You can stand your broom up, but it has nothing to do with NASA or today's specific gravitational pull. It may look like magic, but getting your broom to stand up straight on its own is just a matter of basic physics. It doesn't have anything to do with the viral suggestion that it only works one day a year due to the planet's gravitational pull or the vernal equinox. This, my friends, is called a slow news day. <laughs> Let's listen to more music. I'm going to play a track here from Anders Enger Jensen. You know, if you join the Beyond Synth Discord, uh, one of the channels is people can, you know, promote their music, and I'll go listen to it there. And some people promote other people, or promote, uh, you know, suggest other people's songs. Some people post their own music. And uh, Anders Enger Jensen, who is uh, uh, one of my patrons, he makes really cool music. And this was, uh, this is a good track. It's called Miami Chase. Uh, I don't know if this was from like a soundtrack or something, but uh, anyway, it's a fun song and uh, you're going to dig it. So listen to it. What? (laughs) Be a better DJ, Andy.
Yeah. All right. That was Anders Enger Jensen with Miami Chase. And that's a pretty kick-ass song, man. Anders makes awesome music. A lot of it's uh, kind of video game-inspired stuff, but he's, uh, he's, his production work is, is great. So he can do whatever he puts his mind to, that Anders. <laughs> Someone sent me a message to the podcast, and I'm trying to decipher it, and I... <laughs> this, e- this email is fucking amazing. The email is titled, Submission for M- <laughs> Submission for FM Attack. Okay, so that's the title. Hey, Ben. Just listening to your 194 podcast, House Music is Awesome. We did a Thailand trip, too. Great place. I wondered if you're taking any new submissions for the show of or for your Spotify playlists, question mark. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. The title of the email is Submission for FM Attack. So this person is emailing me thinking they're emailing FM Attack who doesn't host a show. Then they started off by saying Hey Ben, which is (laughs) neither of our names. (laughs) It's not even close. So mine's Andy and FM Attack is Sean. So I don't know (laughs) fucking Hey Ben and... (laughs) Hold on. Was 194 even the FM attack show? Okay, give me two seconds. Okay, Beyond Synth, uh, episodes 194. Okay, 194 is FM attack. Okay, so that's... (laughs) At least that part was right. If you're taking submissions for your Spotify playlists, which I don't do... You know, a lot of people send music here, and it's always nice. And most of the time, most of those messages are actually directed to me, and uh, (laughs) they're sending me music that they want me to play on the show. But uh, for some reason, it's always the letters that are just like that one, where you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't even... The mistakes the guy's making, I don't even understand. Like, to be fair, I've gotten my fair share of letters where people call me Adam... And I usually just let it slide. And there's some people I think who still call me Adam, like in all of their messages. <laughs> like, I think I've got two people who they, they email me and like, hey, Adam, I uh, got another track for you. And I never bother correcting them. My name's been on the podcast artwork, I think, the whole time, right? Like ever since this show started. I don't know. I don't know my own show, man. I don't pay attention. So I want to do the artists on artists segment and today ogre uh wants to talk about his uh his his pick okay so i should preface this you know when i started the show is in 2013 i don't really have encyclopedic knowledge of synthwave sometimes people think i do and i don't like i just sort of know what i know and i've obviously had a lot of people on the show this is episode 226 or something and i do have certain blind spots so there's certain artists where people will be like you've never heard fucking Chopper 48 or whatever I'm like no and then I listen I'm like oh this shit's fucking awesome so in this in this particular one Ogre mentions an, uh, it's actually a collective and he sent me their music to play because I guess they only ever release their stuff on cassette so Ogre uh, he digitized his tape because he was he said it was breaking because he had worn it out and that's what we're going to listen after Ogre says his thing. So I thought I would play an Ogre track just so uh, we know what the fuck is going on. And then we'll hear what uh, Ogre has to say. So uh, here is one of my favorite Ogre tracks. 
Uh, it's a track called Hard Boiled and in brackets Flashback it's from Calico Noir. The whole thing plays out. It's like a soundtrack for this kind of movie that doesn't exist, but I know he's inspired by things like Manhunter and, you know, like early Michael Mann and, and that sort of stuff. I think there's even a sort of William Peterson uh, dude on the cover art. And uh, this is kind of like the title track from that movie. And uh, it uh, it's great. So this is uh, Hard Boiled by Ogre. The track Hard Boiled and Flashback in brackets. That song's great. That whole album is fucking wicked. Ogre actually has a new album right now that is uh, Blade Runner inspired. I think he released it just before the end of last year. And I just want to say hi to who's in the uh, the chat room that I haven't said hi to. Gamescape and Athena. F- oh shit! How do you say that last name? Flager. Do you pronounce the G? Is it a hard G or a soft G? Athena. It could be like Flager. It could be Flager. Flager. Flagy. Flagly. Flagly. 
Is it Flash Lou? <laughs> uh, hey, Mega Hit, how's it going? What's up? Hey, Andy. Hey, people listening. Long time no here. Mega Hit just said, glad to finally catch the show live. That's because I don't usually do it at this time. Although, ironically, more people are tuning in than normal. Uh, Usually I like to do it around lunchtime, EST, but um, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. So look, uh, here is Ogre, and he's going to tell you an artist that he really likes, and then we are going to listen to a track from them. Hi, it's your boy, Robin Ogden, also known as Ogre, or OGRE. I'm a composer for games, film, and visual media, and I've been making retro electronic soundtrack music for films that don't exist for the last 10 years or so. I did the original soundtrack for the new Rise of the Simps documentary, and I'm currently releasing music over at ogresound.bandcamp.com. You can at me on Twitter or Instagram at ogresounds, with an S. So... I released my first record back in 2012, and back then the whole synthwave scene consisted of about 300 or so people rattling around in a Facebook group called Synthetic Stuff M. Uh, I remember one day someone sharing this video of a super authentic, super 80 synth-filled trailer for some new music, and it blew my mind. And actually, it blew everyone's mind. And I'm about to let you in on the forbidden fruit of synthwave, a collective of musicians called Chrome Brulee. Now, Chrome Brulee released the greatest synth music you'll never hear because they only released the first two UPs titled Kiss the Hiss Volumes 1 and 2 on limited edition cassette tape, which you had to order directly from them via email. It was like old school mail order. And the tapes look amazing. There's a wireframe chrome head, grids, wonderful script brush fonts, and beautiful design all over. And this is before those things became genre tropes. It felt new, exciting, and nostalgic. And I really admired their commitment to the dead format and dedication to authentic 80s music before authenticity was up for debate and before anyone really cared what Symphowave was or wasn't. So Chrome Brulee Collective consisted of Aximus, Michael Shredlove, Sunset Corridor, Tony Johnson, Alex Mayhem, Club Cannibal, and my main dude, Kid Supreme. And they're just a bunch of guys in chrome robot masks making sweet synth music with a lot of wonderful analog synth gear. I don't really know much about them besides that they're from Belgium and they make or made awesome music. They've not put anything out since their LP in 2015. And as far as I can tell, they only really cared about the art. And genuinely, despite the scarcity factor, Kiss the Hiss Volumes 1 and 2 are truly brilliant and probably my favourite synth EPs ever. Uh, They belong at the heart of the synthwave canon as far as I'm concerned and really they capture the zeitgeist of those early days. I've nearly worn out my copies of the tapes from so much playback, but I'd like to share a bit of music from them with you now. Though honestly, if you can track down a copy of either, I believe they're best experienced from start to finish. So few people have heard this stuff, and it really deserves to be listened to. Cheers.
Isn't that fucking awesome? <laughs> like, I feel like an asshole for not knowing about Chrome Brew... Fuck, it's hard to say. Chrome Brulee. So that was literally... Robin digitized that from his tape that was dying. So it's got some authentic hiss on there. Uh, but anyway, that was Chrome Brulee. They're a collective. So there's like five, like Robin said, different dudes. And that song was Michael Shredlove with the track Perfect Specimen. And Robin actually said, you can play that track. He also had another track he liked, uh, which was by Aximus called Boots Electric. And I think I'm going to play that one in a few minutes because the fucking Chrome Brulee stuff is all awesome. Like, this, this is so fucking wicked music. I was, especially in this song, the second it turns funky, you know that part where it just fucking... And then the fucking bam, bam comes in. This is fucking so awesome. Oh, man. Hey, Binkley. Sorry, I'm just talking to people in the chat now. Seth Weaver. Did uh, Athena ever say how to pronounce their name? I'm not seeing it in the chat. I should probably thank uh, the Patreon supporters, and then maybe we'll go... Well, I do want to listen to that other track by Chrome Brulee, and then we'll go and uh, chat with Julian, because he's got some stuff to say and some picks and things. I want to say thanks to uh, new Patreon supporter Joshua Blum. Hey, Joshua Blum, you're a cool guy. Blum. Blum. I feel like that's one of those words, you just say it long enough, and then it loses its meaning. Blum. Anyways, thanks for supporting the show, Blum. Joshua Blum, you're a cool guy, and uh, and I appreciate it, man. And, and uh, shit, let's fucking thank the kings of the Pattersons. You know who I'm talking about? Fucking Robert D. Bishop. Fucking Chris Dance. 88 miles per hour. You guys are fucking uh, really awesome. And then Mike Shima with 82. You guys, I see Mike Shima has retweeted my tweet. So I don't know if you're out there listening, Mike Shima, but you're a cool guy. And uh, thanks for supporting the show and being one of the kings of the Pattersons. Athena says, Flieger. Athena Flieger. Like that? Flieger. Flieger. Hello, Cat Punk. You guys are cool. I want you guys to hear this. So this was a track by Aximus. So this was uh, one of the other members of the uh, the Chrome Brulee Collective. And uh, I think you're going to dig this one. It is called uh, Boots Electric by Aximus.
That was Chrome Brulee. That was Aximus with the track Boots Electric from the uh, the Chrome Brulee Collective. So really glad uh, Robin turned me on to them because uh, I've been really enjoying listening to all these tape rips. And I love the idea that it's like the music they made was like so exclusive that you could only get it on tape. That's fucking dedication to the fucking retro spirit. So while you guys are here, I want to say that uh, that was brought to you by my awesome uh, Patreon supporters. There's uh, Jacob Wick with the 4488, City Hunter with the 42 in the 2666 Club. There's Hugh Hefner and Lucas Ceballos. You guys are all fucking cool people. And the PayPals. Uh, you guys are very special. And of course, if you like Beyond Synth, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or beyondsynth.com and clicking on that donate button so I can put some money towards uh, the cheapest pair of faders I can find pair of uh, on I, I did see some on Amazon there was a thing called the Korg Nano Mini something and it's just it's like eight faders and like three buttons above each fader. And that's literally all I need. Because right now when I do this uh, this show, I'm just doing it all in logic. And all I really need is like one button to fucking mute my mic. And I need to fucking move the background music up and down and the other thing. And it'll make it easier to trigger my effects. Because you know I've got some stupid effects over here. I can do it though. You want to hear it? Winston Churchill has declared a state of emergency. Of course, this background music is completely anachronistic with this type of microphone. It is important that we stay indoors and don't forget to eat... What would they say? (laughs) Winston Churchill reminds you to eat a healthy amount of carrots and... What did Winston Churchill eat? Hold on. (laughs) What What did Winston Churchill eat is what I just said. This is why I shouldn't do a live show. But I would like to know, what did Winston Churchill eat? How about we uh, we go online and we research that together? Uh, but look, and if you're wondering what's going on with Marco, on the next family show, he picks all the songs. Just in case you're going like, how come Marco isn't doing the thing? He's doing things, man. Marco's making moves behind the scenes. All right. Ooh, Dream Chaser. Have I played a Dream Chaser track lately? Let's do it. I want to listen to this track from Dream Chaser. And uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Clint Dowling, Anthony, Alex Ellickson, A Star Apart, Restless Nights, You Get a Car. All right, so here we go. This is Dream Chaser with the track Impulse. And you are gonna dig it.
That was Dream Chaser with the track Impulse. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. All right? <laughs> my voice is going. Uh, who's there, man? There's Honeybeard and uh, Tim Carlton and Johnny Five and Pattern Shift and Kemson and Martin Larby, who I, I'm hoping is in bed now, and uh, Gregorio Franco and Blake Peterson. The $25 Club is a magical place for people who uh, donate 25 bucks a month. I owe you all a back rub if I ever see you in person. Ooh, I shouldn't have said, said that. Shouldn't have said said that is what I just said. So people are saying in the chat that I should be calling this character Synth Synthston Churchill. Synthston Churchill. That's fucking tricky to say. This is Synthston Churchill. I hope you are all having a wonderful day and are eating your bangers and mash while I eat blood, sweat, and tears. Now that's the question. So should hold on. Should this character be called Sinston, Sinston Churchill, or should the voice always be talking about Sinston Churchill? Like, this is the news reporter. The question is, is this character Sinston Churchill, or does this character report on the status of Sinston... Fuck, I can't even say it. Sinston Churchill. And then we'll hear about it in the next episode. Mega Hit says he should be called Sinston Churchill Wave. <laughs> yeah, no, Winston Church, Winston Church Wave. Oh man, these are all good. All right, so I'm gonna have to come up with a fucking story now for this to fucking. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Sinston Churchill has been last seen escaping in his spacecraft. The disc-shaped object will be flying above London at approximately 1,600 hours. If you do spot the object, telephone your local police establishment immediately. <laughs> Tyler Dern. Andy, that voice you're doing makes me imagine a giant hook that'll grab you off stage. <laughs> uh, stupid. Okay, guys, look, let's go chat with uh, Julian uh, with the high five. And I'm here with Julian, a.k.a. Neon Fox. Hello, Andy. Julian is also known as Neon Fox. Neon Fox. Do you have that sound drop when you guys do a state of synth? No, no. Come now, I I have dignity. Do you? Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning all sorts of things about you today. (laughs) You guys uh, went out again, right? Or you had tilt last night? Yeah. Kyle and I were DJing at Tilt with Brad and, uh, yeah, Nina, Dana Jean Phoenix, and, um, Chris Huggett decided to make an appearance. He's a tall man. Yeah, he's tall. Like, really tall. What is he, like, 6'5"? I think he's the tallest person I've met so far with any sort of connection to this scene. From what I understand, I think Iron Skullet is probably the tallest person in the scene. How tall is he? I don't know. He's, he's a giant. Like, I think he's probably taller than Chris Huggett. What? Oh, yeah. He's pushing six, 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 seven. I think. I don't know why I find height so fascinating. Like, it's one of those things that I'm always... <laughs> whenever I meet people, it's always, like, the first thing that I talk about and notice. Because I think Dana's, like, one of the shortest... I think Dana is the shortest person I know. Hmm, I'm trying to think. Do you know a shorter person than Dana? In person, yes. In the scene? Mm. Wait, I mean, do you work with a little tiny person? <laughs> no. 
I wouldn't say they're that tiny. Who's this person? Name them. (laughs) What's their address? (laughs) (laughs) Andy wants to interview you. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, look, this conversation is dumb. You are, of course, here to play some awesome new music, so play me some. Indeed. Well, first up, we've got a track from Sung's new uh, album called Monster, and uh, he's from Paris, France. So this track is called Valse Noir.
right, and that was sung with the track Vals Noir, V-A-L-S-E-N-O-I-R-E. French. Oui, oui. What does that mean? What's a vals? I don't know. I know I know the second half is black, vals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you knew the easy one. Yeah. Well, let's see, vals. I know valise. That's like a suitcase. No, so it's false. It means false. So false, black, false or fake? Like false, like fake? Unjust, false, fake. Yeah, I guess. I wonder if that's like a French expression. Must be. Yeah, Sung is uh, always reliable. That guy makes awesome music. Oh, God, yeah. Been a while since his last album, I think. So this was nice and refreshing. This whole album is awesome. Well, you people out there in Radio Land, if you're listening to the show, you can uh, check out episode... 135 of Beyond Synth when I had sung on the program. Mm -hmm. That was in season six? I don't even remember. I just know because I change the artwork every season, and so when I see the little thumbnail, I'm like, what season was that? (laughs) It was the season when the cover looked like Scarface. I think that's season six. I don't know how you remember all this. Well, okay, this, this is season eight of Beyond Synth, and now we've got, like, the cartoon artwork. So the first season was me at my desk in black and white. Then the second season was me on a black background, and i am sort of got my hand on my chin, like, hmm, my hair is very black in that one. Mm-hmm. Then season three was the parody of the cocktail cover, and then it was me at a microphone, and then it was me in this weird background thing with this red light, and then there was, uh... This is dumb. <laughs> Just... <laughs> As much as I enjoy describing pictures of me, there's... <laughs> we need to give you a break. Time for another song. You're, yeah. You're. <laughs> You're. You're. Right. You're. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it, Yerp. Um, from Brazil, we've got Boy De Vibes with a new song called Matilda's Theme featuring Chakra.
and that was Boita Vibes uh, with the track Matilda's Theme featuring Chakra. Was that Chakra on the sax? Yes, it was. The last couple of weeks, there's been so many releases with some wicked sax in it. I know some people may get sick of sax and synthwave, but ooh, the last two weeks, plenty of sax. In fact, you're going to hear some more. I'm a big fan of uh, yakety sax. <laughs> Does that count? Is that uh, synthwave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, so how was uh, how was Tilt? Anyways, was it good? Good time? Yeah, it was good. Everyone I know who DJs also has that sort of accompanying controller thing. Yeah. With the uh, the two circles. Yeah. Is there such a thing that exists where it's that DJ device, but the device itself has little screens on it oh yeah that shows you the songs because right now you need your laptop to see what you're queuing up and stuff if if you got the money you can get the flagship dj controllers where they have built-in screens and all you have to do is hook up your usb hard drive or usb stick with all your tunes on it oh i guess i'm an idiot so because at that point then it just is the machine is the thing is that you're doing the djing on you don't need a laptop at all exactly yeah, sorry, I'm an idiot. Sometimes I <laughs> I think these things, I'm just like, wouldn't that thing be cool if it had little screens? But then I'm like, then it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine then those things are probably in the thousands. Probably minimum like $1,200, maybe 1000 depending on the brand. But I think most of the brands like Denon, Pioneer, uh, Native Instruments, they all have like the flagship models with the built-in screens and laptop is optional. You see, I like having real equipment. My dream would be to have just a nice studio where everything was all just chunky things with knobs and levers and stuff. You know, like if I was doing like the live show of Beyond Synth, I would love it if just everything was happening outside on little machines and the, the only purpose for the computer is just to send the final audio signal to the stream yeah and everything else all the compression all the sound stuff it's all just done with the things with knobs (laughs) with things knobs yeah (laughs) that's (laughs) anyway play me more music all right up next we've got some more sax from uh, montana uh, one of my favorite bands best korea has a new single it's called imagine the echo
right, and that was Best Korea with Imagine the Echo. And that song is uh, pretty... It's got some power, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the sax. Ooh. I don't think I've played Best Korea before. Because this, uh, yeah, like when you sent me these tracks over to listen to, like this one was like, oh, wow, like this is a fucking a good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, That's the I'm, bottom I'm line. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. They're still making music and always exciting when they drop a track. Yeah, no, that was definitely fucking uh, kick-ass. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what's the plan for this week? Well, Dennis and I, we have our uh, our season premiere of State of the Synth. What night is that? Thursday. It's it's the 13th. Cool. And then, I don't know, uh, we keep meaning to go uh, check out that new free play bar cade here in Toronto. So, once again, we're going to try again maybe later this week. I would like to go, because Nina's in town right now, and uh, I was talking to her and Oliver about going out one of those nights. That'd be cool. The only frustrating thing right now, uh, the teacher strike is messing with me. Ah, yeah. Because normally, this is when I get work done, is when no one is home. I just need that focus. So I think I'm just going to do, I'm doing a live show, I think, today, just to make sure I do a live show, because I feel like if I postpone it, then I'm going to end up not being able to do it. Because that's what happened last week, because I didn't realize what days the strike was happening. And so I was like, I'll just do my live show at the end of the week, and then as the week went on i was like ah damn it so if you uh you know like if you postpone things and then uh if you already plan something to happen late in the week and then you have to postpone it then it means you didn't do anything at all yeah so it's better to plan things early and then be ready to postpone things does that make sense complete sense Mm, i don't know well things can go off the rails if you uh if you don't jump on opportunities right oh yeah man and i'm a fucking uh king of the procrastinators oh no as people who have been following this podcast know when it comes I'm, to I'm uh, the god of procrastinators i actually looked at my old passport out of curiosity so my last one expired in 2005 mm. so we're in the year 2020 means i've managed to postpone that for 15 years that's pretty good <laughs> and this year's not over <laughs> oh god if I can, add, I can add another year to that. I know Kyle's trying to do his as well. He's in the same boat as you. He's got to apply for a new one. He can't renew because it's been so long. Yeah. So yeah, fun, fun. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't go anywhere. Uh, look, but that's why I don't have to go anywhere because people bring the awesome music to me. So what else do you got? So from Belgium, we've got a band called Munetics. And uh, this is their track, Groovin' is my hobby. Is that how you pronounce that? Munatix? Munatix? M-U-N-A-T-I-X. It's weird. When I first look at that, I I see Munatix. Oh, maybe. Munatix. Yeah, all right. But but I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, I've been wrong before. I'm not Belge, so... Belgium. Munatix. Wait. Munatix. Belgium. That's French. They speak French in Belgium, right? Well, they speak French and German. Ooh. See, Belgium's like neither here nor there. It's right in the middle. Shit. But yeah, they're, they're, they're bilingual like French and German. And I believe, well, English as well, obviously. Munatics. 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 Uh-oh. Well, look, let's just uh, listen to the song and then they can uh, they can tell us later. All right, well, this is, this is Groovin' is My Hobby by Munatics. Saturday night, and all excited, 
gotta get out, out of the town. It's the time to be delighted. Want a crowd and be a clown. I feel something's coming up. My soul is getting hot. Won't you give it now a shot? I really want it hot. In the club, I'm very decided. Want some fun and have a ball. Try hit a girl and get united. Waste no time, go in the hall. The tension's rising up. My feet are getting hot. The temperature's building up. Ready to go down to the top. Sorry, guys, if I can't fucking do this right. I think that's Munatics, or possibly Munatics, or Munatics, or Munatics. 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 They're going to let us know. I know it. Anyways, look, it was a good song. You know, maybe I should have a thing on... Okay, so on BeyondSynth.com, there's the Synthwave Artist Database, but... Maybe I should have in brackets next to certain artists' names the phonetic pronunciation of them. Yeah. I think that would really benefit me. It would benefit a lot of us. Anybody who's doing podcasts. There's so many names in the synthwave scene that I've fucking destroyed. Because, (laughs) (laughs) like, 
<laughs> Everyone's crazy. Bandcamp or Twitter, they should give you the option to like phonetically spell out your name. Like they do in like, you know, dictionaries. Yeah, yeah. Although the, the thing is, whenever I look at the dictionary, I always forget what some of those symbols mean. Oh, so yeah. So you, you know where it'll say how to pronounce stuff and there'll be like an yeah. upside down E and I'm like, wait, how do you say that again? Or like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> I have to like relearn everything. What's going on in the fucking, uh, the, the world of Synthwave in terms of uh, upcoming events? Do you have that? Well, let's see. Uh, right now. The Valediction Tour with Ghost uh, is going on throughout the USA. Uh, they've got supporting artists like Destroyer, Gregorio Franco, Ghost Host, Kareen, and more. And uh, that's started already. Uh, the Influence Tour user has started his little tour, USA and Canada, and he's going to be playing with people like Star Runner and Lord Nikon. Uh, over here in Toronto, he's going to be playing with Honeybeard, Melodica, and Exile. Um, other places, he's playing with Static Shore, Jupiter Drake, Kane McTavish, Mellow Fields. For all those people, if there's anyone in the Toronto area, yeah. I'll be going to the Toronto the one. Toronto one, yeah. That venue is weird, but like uh, it's near where I live, so oh, yeah. I like when things are in walking distance of me because I don't quite live downtown, so things don't happen too often that are very close to me where I can actually just walk to them. Yeah, and uh, it's nice to walk to things. Anyway, go on. Yeah, there's other concerts. There's uh, the stuff going on in uh, San Francisco on February 12th. Vector Hold and Starfarer are going to be playing. And then, uh, what, February 13th, Dance with the Dead kicks off their European tour uh, with supporting acts such as Das Mortal. They're here in April, right? That's the... Yeah. So after that, they pop back over to North America in March, actually. End of March. March 29th. It's April for Toronto, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when Dance of the Dead starts rolling around the USA and Canada with Magic Sword and Das Mortal. So lots of stuff happening. Yeah. There's always stuff going on. And and Neon uh, Retrofest has opened up uh, ticket purchases. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that opening lineup is pretty incredible. I think I'm going to have the uh, the guy who puts that event on on the show. I think it would just be interesting to fucking talk about actually organizing an event like that because it's so much stuff going on with like uh, Neon Retrofest and it's sort of all over the place. So, like It must be quite the event to sort of uh, organize. Yeah, I mean, they, they take over a hotel and then I guess some of the surrounding area as well. Plus, you know, there's little off-sites to uh, that free play barcade that they have in Rhode Island. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of a gauche to talk money with people, but I'm so curious. Maybe I probably won't put that in the show, but I'm definitely just going to ask, like, point blank, like, just how much does it honestly cost to do this? I guess one of the advantages must be it's in Rhode Island. You know what? I've always been curious as well, because Outland does their events in various concert halls or bars and things, and Neon Retrofest, they they do theirs in a hotel, and I wonder which is cheaper per square footage, if you know what I mean. Because that's what I'm so curious about, because I just think if we were to do something like that in Toronto, I just don't think we could. Like, you know, could you imagine how much it must cost to, like, rent a hotel in Toronto to do that? Yeah. That would be, like, mind you, though. The Metro Convention Center, here we go, SynthCon. If you try some of the hotels that are further out of the downtown core, it'll get a little bit cheaper, right? But who wants to do that? Doesn't Neon Retrofest? It it's a hotel that's near the airport, isn't it? Like not really, from what I can tell. No, oh, okay. <laughs> There's a shuttle bus, so I, I just like to pretend I know things. For those who don't know that, like the Wave One of artists has been announced. We've got Betamax, Arcade High, Duet, Von Kaiser, Lucy in Disguise, Vampire Stepdad, 
Mechamico, and Watch Out for Snakes. That's just, what, the first night? And there's two more nights? Yeah, man. No, it's fucking, uh, it's crazy, though. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, all that stuff. But, uh, I mean, not that I'm going to be there necessarily, but, I mean, (laughs) it's it's nice to imagine. But, uh, (laughs) you know, to do things like that, people need passports. Yeah, yeah. Passports, money, time off. Yeah. Anyway, look. Give me your fucking last song. My final song. Yeah, Yeah, my final song. All right. So this this one's a little bit chippy tune. Uh, Chippy Wave from Texas. We've got this artist, Pop Sky, and this song is called Diamonds Equal Forever.
Now, do you say Pop Sky? I say Pop Sky. Should it be Popsky? Uh, it's, again, this is another one of those things. <laughs> it <laughs> looks like Popsky to me. Right. But then, Pop-ski. but uh, but it it does. But it's Pop Sky. You know, if it was Popsky, would it be I E? But then there's two Y's. Yeah, so I think it's Sky, Popsky, 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 Okay, we'll go with Popsky here. Right. I don't know how anybody cannot feel good listening to that song. So today, the big pronunciation issues are Popsky, Munatics, and 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 Munatics, Munatics. So uh, guys, let us know how to pronounce your names, and then one of these days, I'm gonna have a fucking just an encyclopedia of pronunciations. I mean, who cares? <laughs> I don't care, really. <laughs> I just fucking do this thing to fucking get laid, man. That's that's why I do this show. <laughs> Chicks love it, man. Yeah. You have no idea. Hey, hey I'm a synthwave podcaster. Yeah, How yeah. you doing? <laughs> hey. Oh, you know, the second you guys started doing fucking the state of synth, you must have been oh, fucking yeah, I, I, yeah, rolling I, and... Yeah, I had to beat people off with stick. Yeah. <laughs> get, get off me. God, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm great. <laughs> Well, look, man, thanks for the awesome picks. They were uh, some good ones. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> and uh, you have a lovely week, and hopefully maybe we'll get to check out. I, f- I feel like now this is going to be like the running thing, too. <laughs> I got to get my passport, and every week we'll talk about uh, going play. to check out free play and never going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, man, you have a good uh, week. You too. All right, and that was uh, me chatting with Julian for his high five. And uh, it's always good to uh, catch up with him, and I do it every week. And, uh, yeah, that was brought to you by my awesome uh, Patreon supporters. You guys are great. And I minimized the window. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Look, I want to thank Ashley Keegan with the 2049. Uh, She's coming to visit Toronto next month. And I heard she's got jury duty on the same day she's got to leave or something like that. Maybe I read that wrong. Or no. She had jury duty because she was going to an event, so I guess I can't read. Uh, That's uh, what we've learned today. I want to thank Andy's Laugh with the 20. Then there's Rachel Buchelman with the 1985. Murat with the 1984. And uh, in the $15 Club, 6 Mill, Hampus ML, Kenjuru, and Chatterack. I got a few more songs to play here. I want to say, uh, who's in the chat now? Jazzy Does. Hi, Jazzy Does. How are you? And Neverman is in the chat as well. Jazzy says, how are you? I'm fine. So there you go. Today I, uh, I said one of my number one games I want to exist. Okay, this is something I've wanted for a long time. It is SimCity Grand Theft Auto. In the same game, okay? So what I want is the ability to build a city. It doesn't have to be as in-depth as SimCity. I don't know if you guys ever played ActRaiser for the Super Nintendo. So even though it had like a SimCity-like thing where you sort of built a town, it obviously didn't have the depth of SimCity, but it was still cool because you built a town and then you played these little side-scrolling levels. So what I want is a SimCity game where you build the city, you know, you put the buildings down, you still do the areas, you build streets, uh, you know, you got a fucking electricity and water. Hey, Faith in the Glitch, how's it going? Sorry, he just joined the chat. Okay, so that's what I want. Now, I I said that today, and people were suggesting me some old shitty games. So what what, what did they say here? Okay, so, so Netrunner said Simcopter, my dude. Now, 
Look, man, I checked out the footage. That game looks like shit. All right? Like, I want it to be good. I want you to build a city, SimCity style, and then when you click the button, it turns into Grand Theft Auto, and then you're running through your city and you're the mayor, but at that point, it is Grand Theft Auto. And then someone else mentioned there's like a GTA mod for City Skylines, and I checked out that video, and that was fucking trash too. Like, it's a hack where you move a character around because you, you basically just lower the camera so it's in the map. So it's not like you're walking around as a character. You're basically just at eye level with the map as you move around a character whose legs and arms don't move. So it's like you're just fucking... Like, it's this doll flying through space. And, of course, you fly through objects because it's just a fucking hack. Because, look, man, I saw the footage of Simcopter and I saw the footage of the City Skylines mod and those are terrible. Like, I want an actual game, not some fucking broken thing where you you slide a mannequin through a wall. Like, <laughs> why would I want... I look, Like, when I say stuff like that and people give me that answer, like, that's what I would want. Like, yeah, I want to play City Skylines and fucking move what is essentially a stiff corpse through fucking mountains. Because that's what you do in Grand Theft Auto all the time, right? Stupid. Uh, Look, let's listen to some music. Well, you know, Pattern Shift, uh, he's a cool guy, and he's... uh, uh, obviously a supporter of Beyond Synth, and I had him on the podcast uh, last season. Really interesting dude. Uh, he came out with uh, an album uh, towards the end of last year, and uh, it's really neat stuff. It's kind of, what's the vibe, I would say? Sort of soundtracky, kind of experimental sort of stuff. It's all sorts of sounds. Uh, he does uh, he does good work, that, that pattern shift. And uh, we're going to listen to this track right now. This one's called Chain of basis.
that was Pattern Shift with the track Change of Basis. And that is a cool song. And apparently I don't have background music anymore. What happened to my background music? Just fucking stopped on me. What's that shit? Here we go. Boom. Wait, what? Oh. It, it was muted. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I had another question, too. I asked this on Twitter, but um, I was wondering if I know anyone who has ever modded a Wii U. Okay, because I've seen lots of videos of Wii U modding. The reason why I ask is because I have an old Wii U that's just sitting around. Um, right now, it's just at the in-laws, and they just use it for Netflix. But I want to uh, mod it because it's just sitting there doing nothing. It might as well be modded. And when I went on YouTube, the videos seem pretty straightforward, but it seems to require the hack is like some workaround where you, you buy a certain game, and then if you load the browser in the Wii U, that's how you launch the exploit, right? And then you load some, like, fucking homebrew thing. But my question is... Like, I understand you might have to go online once to, like, download the software, but then it looks to me like you have to open the browser every time. Like, that's what prompts the, um, you know, the mod fucking menu to open. And the thing is, I don't want, like, the whole point of having, like, a modded console, I don't want to have to have have it online. Like, I want it to just be, like, a a thing that just sits in the rec room, you know? So that's, I want to talk to somebody, because every video I watch, nobody ever says whether or not the Wii has to be online all the time in order to do it. So, if anyone out there has ever modded a Wii U, let me know. Because if it has to be online all the time... That sucks. Because, like, what if that website goes down in, like, a few years and you just don't have a modded Wii anymore? Like, that's stupid. I want to listen to... We'll listen to one more song, and then I gotta go to bed, because it's, uh, one in the morning over here. Although, oddly enough, today, we had more listeners today than we have (laughs) when we do the show, uh, Eastern Time. Which is weird, because I would think people from Europe wouldn't be able to tune in, but then fucking... I get these people like, oh, it's four in the morning over here, and then why are you awake? Hey, Retro Promenade. Mike's in the chat. Hi, Mike. You're a cool guy. You're my friend. (laughs) So look, I want to play this. Now, this was suggested in the Beyond Synth Discord by Tenshi, and uh, he wanted to... uh, I think he, he posted a link to a track by Vision Talk, and I hadn't heard Vision Talk before. Now, I don't think they're active anymore as a group um i believe it is sad because i think uh uh, one of the members passed away a guy called christer peterson i think yeah he passed away about four years ago and uh we're gonna listen to this one because it's uh it's a good track it's brought to you by my awesome patreon supporters mads baron christensen prophet of jupiter and we will never forget the immortal Chris Alaya Lane. So thanks, Tenshi, for uh, letting me know about Vision Talk. I found some some cool tracks from them. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll they'll form another band in the future. Maybe the, uh, the remaining members will go do something else. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's a good track. And, uh, and I think you're going to dig it. And this is uh, the last track we'll listen to today before we, uh, we sign off. But I'll be back to... Uh, I'll be back after the song to tuck you in. So this is uh, Vision Talk with Come With Me.
is a vision talk with the track Come With Me. Yeah, it's a good song. So it's, uh, yeah, it's sad. They won't be uh, making any more tunes. And uh, it's always weird when you discover a band after, <laughs> you know? But there's good stuff. They've got a back catalog of, uh, of some cool tunes, and I was happy to have uh, discovered them. And uh, you should go uh, listen to their stuff. Vision Talk. Yeah, it's uh, it's that time. It's it's that time of night. I was about to say, but it's not. It's that time in the morning. It's one fourteen a.m. We had a fun little live show. The universe did not want me to do it, but I did it. All right. I said, "Fuck you, universe." Now that's probably a bad thing because I think when the universe, you know, when <laughs> it just seems like there's all these factors uh, that are uh, conspiring against you. I feel like it's like Final Destination. Oh, like, you know, all these things going on, and I feel like, oh, I'm going to do the live show despite you, universe, and then all of a sudden a brick is going to fall on my head. <laughs> That's how Final Destination works, right? I'm going to say this, man. Final Destination movies bug me because that's the way my brain works all the time. My whole life, I've always thought that, like, what's the fucking crazy accident that could just happen right now that, like, take a bunch of people out? Or, like, myself, like, whenever I walk past posts, I just think, shit, that'd be really crazy if, like, a gust of wind just ripped this out, like, the sign just comes right down, just fucking cleaves you in half. So that's why those movies bug me, because it's sort of, like, the realization of the way my brain is always thinking. You know, whenever you, whenever I walk down a stairs and I see like a piece of wood sticking out or a nail or whatever like my first thought is always someone just fucking slipping on the step and like smashing their head on it or whatever and anyway this is not an appropriate way to end a show (laughs) I'm sorry Uh, look guys uh, thanks for listening Uh, this has been Beyond Synth episode 226 so I hope you uh, enjoyed the show don't forget there's the the one with hot dad from last week which was a lot of fun and i think the next episode is going to be the family show which means i got to get editing that uh i hope you guys all have a lovely uh few days or whatever until that episode comes out and until next time uh i'll see you guys later on beyond synth the best synthwave chat show there is there we go <laughs> thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time...